Dale, last week in our episode, we talked about the five core beliefs or steps that are important when doing coaching with your team members. And so the test of that impact of the coaching is in the action that the team member, the performer takes after the conversation, which is one of the steps. And the real work starts with my preparations. Today, if you will listen as Dale and I demonstrate how a leader seeks support from her colleague as she prepares to follow up the coaching conversation with what she fears may be an increasingly overwhelmed employee. Welcome to Conversations for Fearless Leaders, hosted by Dale Laughlin of Trinidad and Tobago and Rhonda York of the United States. Join us in our second podcast series as we explore how coaching is an essential skill leaders need to embrace as a powerful leadership strategy. We will cover how you can use coaching to catalyze change as well as accelerate employee and team performance. Listen as we share impactful tools and tips that you can use to immediately enhance your style of leadership. Come journey with us as we share insights and stories drawn from our combined 40 years of experience in business and corporate leadership and as executive coaches. We hope you enjoy the journey. So here we are. The impact of your coaching as a leader depends on the mindfulness of your preparation and the fullness of your presence during the conversation with your performer. And the two go hand in hand. In our last episode, of course, we focused on the five core beliefs that are the foundation. We talked about engaging your core as a leader coach. Today, we're going to demonstrate how a leader coach might use these five core beliefs as she prepares for a follow-up coaching conversation with a direct report. Let's quickly review the five core beliefs. What did we say they were? We said that coaching is trust, coaching is connection, coaching is conversation, coaching is relationship, and coaching is leadership. And you know, Rhonda, I took a stab at actually stringing them together and came up with coaching is about building trust that enables the connection that makes transformational conversation possible so that the relationship strengthens and sustains earning leadership, the right to lead. That's beautiful. Good work, Dale. Yeah. So let's practice. So how do you think we should set this up? You perhaps you. Okay. So this, this rounds, you will continue to be the leader coach and I'm going to switch roles. I'm going to become a colleague of yours who you touch base with from time to time. And that's what you're doing today. So you, you, you give us the background. Okay. So remember before that 
I had a team member that I felt was being overworked, overwhelmed, late nights, weekend work. And I was concerned about burnout and how it might eventually impact their work, their deliverables. And my team member and I had a conversation and my team member agreed to analyze the requests that were coming in from her team members and give me feedback and see where we could work together to help minimize those requests so that my team member could focus more on her role, her deliverables, and not doing everybody else's work. I'm your colleague and I've picked up the phone and I'm saying, hi, Rhonda. It's great to hear from you. You said you wanted to talk to me about a situation with one of your performers. Tell me, what's on your mind? Yeah, so I had a coaching conversation with one of my team members because I noticed that they were doing a lot of work. A lot of people were requesting her help. And I had concerns about how that might impact her job, her deliverables. And so it was a great conversation. And in the process, my team member agreed to take two weeks to really review what those requests were, where they were coming from, to see if there was some commonality in them, and really just analyze the different requests, which I thought was a great idea that I hadn't even thought of, because that way it would help me see if there are things that I might need to do better or that the organization needs to provide more resources or support to help minimize those requests. So it wasn't just asking my team member to start saying no, which is what I thought that they should do. So I was really impressed with her suggestion. And so we agreed to come back together in two weeks. And what I need from you is just to help me make sure that I'm doing this coaching thing right because you and I know this is something new that we're both trying so I need you as my sounding board and sort of check coach me before I go back to my colleague and you know Rhonda it sounds as though you've been really open in the conversation with your performers so far and you've approached situation with that in Approaching the situation of that openness, I can tell that what do you think has happened to the level of trust between you and that performer? Well, I think, I hope she knows that I have her back because I've checked in a couple of times. How are you doing? Do you need anything? Um, And I also wanted to make sure that if something came up, that if it's another team member that may not be doing their job well, I've kept our conversation confidential. I haven't shared it with anybody, nor would I ever mention 
that team member's name because I think that's important to continue the trust between us, but also to send that message to other team members if they need to come talk to me for any reason that they can trust that I have their back and the confidentiality is there because that's really important to me with this team. So that I have. I do believe that my team member and I are very connected. You know, we we speak to each other. We share some common interest. We have chats here and there. I've acknowledged her whenever she does something great. I've hopefully that she feels listened to whenever we have our conversations and that that's really building that connection. So um, I felt comfortable with the conversation that she and I had about my concern. And it really did just feel like a conversation. I didn't feel like I was challenging her or coming down on her. I just wanted to make sure that she knew that I cared and I was aware and had noticed that she seemed to be putting in extra hours and she's good. She makes great contributions to the team and I definitely don't want her to get burned out. So what might I be missing? What might you be missing? It sounds as though you've done a lot of work so far to make sure that in this situation, you're showing up as the leader that you want to be the leader that you've often expressed to me that you want to be. So as you lead up now to the next conversation, what do you think your next actions might be? Um, Because we agreed to meet in the two weeks, and we put that on the calendar at the end of our last conversation, which is great because we both know when that time is. And my intent is to go in and listen first and talk secondly, because she had agreed or said that she would analyze. And so I'm really interested to find out what my team member learned and really to find out where all these extra requests are coming from. And is it a certain person that seems to have challenges? Is it multiple people with the same challenge that would then tell me there's something the organization needs to do? So I really need to listen first. And then my team member and I can talk about as a result of what she discovered what the next step is. So I'm not going in there with any pre-planned, okay, this has to be done, that has to be done. I need to listen. And I really want to emphasize listen. So you're staying open, aren't you? You're staying open. I am. And you're expecting that she's going to come with some data. And you're going to, and I'm hearing that you all are going to look at that data together because again, you're going to be listening to what she has discovered and what her thoughts are 
about what she has discovered. Exactly. Yes. I'm looking at, you said being open-minded and what do I not know? So that's my question to myself. Tell me what I don't know. And because I want to help people grow, I know that the stronger my team is, the stronger the organization is. So I really want to empower this person to share their findings with me. And then the next step is to listen. So what do they think needs to be done? Because my intent is to send the message that I value them and their gifts and their talents. And to know that I don't have to have all the answers and I definitely don't. So I want to hear, I want to empower them to lead up and see what she has to say. And again, that listening is going to be one of your, the key ways in which you're going to do all of that. Tell me what might stop you? What might get in your way? Um, predetermined, preconceived answers that I think might be the problem or the person. And so again, that's why I need to be open-minded. And I really have to focus on the questions. So if there are suggestions that she may have on what needs to change, If I don't agree with it, I want to make sure I don't come out or blurt out. That won't work. Can't do that. That again, I use this opportunity to coach through, walk me through how you see that working. What are your thoughts on that? So I can really hear her out versus imposing my thoughts and my directing leadership on her. So honestly, I think that listening part is probably the key to being successful in all of this. I need to listen, ask questions, listen, ask questions. So that's that's my plan right now, unless you can make some other suggestions on something I might be missing. Sounds pretty good to me. Listen, ask questions, listen some more, ask some more questions. Stay present. Because the only time we stop listening really is when we stop being present, isn't it? Yes. Like if I hear something that triggers me or brings up a thought versus jumping in, again, hold it, take notes if I need to so I can go back and refer to it. But that's where the trust and respect comes in is letting this person say whatever it is they want to say and not powering over them with my authority and my role. So Rhonda, when you finished having this conversation, this next conversation, which of course won't be the last, what what would you like your performer, your direct report to go away thinking and feeling about you as her leader? 
I want her to have psychological safety, to feel safe, to be honest, open, and herself, to really feel that I listened and supported her. Whether I agree with everything, even if there are suggestions that I disagree with or have to disagree with, that she still feels respected and honored because of the type of conversation that we had. Hmm. So how ready are you feeling now to have that next conversation with her? I think I'm ready because I see, again, ask questions, listen, tell me what you found out. And then I stopped talking and I have no predetermined answers, thoughts, until I hear what she says. Mm. And when is this next conversation? In two days. In two days. Yes. So I'll let you know how it goes. Thank you so much for being my sounding board. Anytime. And the same to you. Thanks. If you have a challenging situation that you would like Dale and I to help you with, please contact us at www.conversationsforfearlessleaders.com. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you in the next episode.